Hi, and welcome to the KLE podcast with your host, Sean Smith. Steve Bissett and myself are sharing part two of Building His Church, The Spirit of the Word. I apologize again for the quality uh, from my side. I had an accident with my laptop um, last week or the week before last week and poured a glass of it it all fell off my desk and with a glass of water on top of it and of course what it's done is it's just fried some of the stuff and i've had to resort to an old laptop which zoom didn't like too much i don't think so my side of the of the quality is not great but i i really hope that you are hearing the spirit of what we are sharing and it was so much uh information so much insight that came out of our discussion and out of our conversation that i felt like just splitting it up into two parts so that you are not bogged down especially with the bad quality of the audio and that you can listen to the both um parts as um, you have time available to you so i really really appreciate your patience and i appreciate you in persevering with us um, at this point in time and i really trust that uh, you will be edified and encouraged with the spirit of the word we are sharing thank you it was as much getting as much as possible knowledge i I mean i was hungry for the word so you get as much knowledge and you listen to as many cassette pages and right. as you can and read as many books as you can because you're just hungry to get not but you know the older i've got the more i realize is what is the spirit of it i'm looking that's at true what 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 is jesus really conveying to me what principle what precept and that's you know is what's the heart have, of it oh yes i want to have a spiritual perspective right or, and and be spiritually perceptive of what right I'm, Reading, what is he saying? Am I am I grasping the spirit of what he's saying? Am I grasping the the precept? And is my you know does my conscience that does it educate my conscience? You know, it's because listen, what we if you're spending time thinking about um, how you can get 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 um, and your heart, your wishes, your desire, and is in your whole life is centered around getting on earth it's storing up and you know on earth what can you gather as far as stuff is concerned and you know that could be anything because he goes he doesn't to say you cannot serve two masters for either you hate the one and love the other or you will um despise the one i mean love the one be devoted to the one and despise the other you cannot serve God and, and I put in there, you know, it could be, it, it, in the Amplified, it says money, possessions, fame, status, or whatever is valued more than the Lord. So right. you could say, you cannot serve God and, and right. dot, 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 dot. What, so what else is there? Because anything else is going, will begin to quench the, the light that's in you so that the light becomes darkness and how great and terrible that darkness becomes because you're unable within your inner self, within your heart, 
to actually be sensitive to what what the kingdom is about, what Jesus is saying. But now on the other hand, the thing that I really feel like we need to do as the body of Christ, when we go into our community, go into our culture, go into our world, is don't go preaching scripture and verse. Right. And taking things out of context to suit your opinion. And and therefore what we do is we we bring regulation. Jesus said, "My yoke is easy, my burden is light." Right. And and, and the, the thing about it is, is we we lay these heavy regulations, burdens on people. We we actually bring in the law. And I, that that was the other scripture I was thinking of um, was Second Corinthians. Um, is it yeah? Second Corinthians, hey, in um, chapter three and. Um, when my computer gets there. But so, you know, if, if we imagine if we went in and began to tell people, give people the spirit of the word, what a difference it would make. Right. Because where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. I mean, I'm giving you liberty, not. Well, that's right. And, and you know, is that they without without being religious about it, you see, is we would just bring them the spirit of it and and suddenly it's 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 life, it's light. When it be, when when light comes, it becomes life. And and we need to be giving a life through light. When 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 the word shines into our hearts, it is light that shines into our heart, you know? And so um because in in Second uh, Corinthians chapter three, he says, um, uh, "Yeah, he is qualified as making us sufficient as ministers of a new covenant, not of the letter, but of the spirit. For the letter of the law kills by revealing sin, demanding obedience, but the spirit gives life. Now, the ministry of death engraved in letters on stones." came with such glory and splendor that the Israelites were not able to look steadily at the face of Moses because of his glory. A brilliance that was fading. How will the ministry of the Spirit fail to be even more glorious and splendid? And that's the thing is if we come in the in the in the spirit of the new covenant in the New Testament, what glory is going to be revealed in people's lives? What what glory is going to touch their lives? Um, John chapter 663, um, Jesus says this, he said, the Holy Spirit is the one who gives life. That which is of the natural realm is of no help. The words I speak to you are spirit and life. Um, another translation says, the words I've spoken to you are spirit and life, providing eternal life. Every word, another translation says, I've spoken to you is spirit word. And so it is life-making. I love that. It's life-making. And, and so, you know, for me, I, I started this conversation with, with Matthew chapter 6 simply because I thought how we've used verse 22 and 23 um, oftentimes out of context to what right. Jesus was saying. Right. And, and, and definitely I felt like the Lord was saying, what you focus on is going to affect your conscience. Yes. 
You know what I'm saying? Is it's going to affect your sensitivity, what you're focusing on, what you allow your to come into your perspective is going to affect you. If your eye is spiritually blind, if your perspective is spiritually ignorant, your whole body will be full of darkness, devoid right. of God's. And I want to say, he's, he, the Amplified says devoid of God's precepts, but I want to say maybe devoid of God's life because there's no light. And and so we don't want, you know, our our spirit, our our who we are to be ignorant because darkness speaks of ignorance it speaks of stumbling it speaks of um uh, what's the word confusion right you know when you're in darkness you, you can't see you you insensitive you, you're not sensitive to what's around you right and, and so, to realize we we know in part and we we see in part yeah exactly and we prophesy in part it's not it's not it's not something where I've got it all together either. That's why, that's why the two bones coming together, making a joint, you know, you and I may see things from, we see the same tree, but we see sometimes it from a different, different perspective, perspective or a different yes. side of exactly. that tree. Exactly. Uh, because I'm standing maybe two or three feet from you, you know, yes. I'm looking at the same tree, but from a different, a different place. Right. And it's, it's the same tree and it's the same truth. It's just a different viewpoint of that same truth. Um, I, I remember <laughs> going back to something I said yesterday. When I was a child, you know, I remember um, singing this song in church all the time or in the services. Uh, Lead on, O King Eternal. Da, 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 da. Anyway, it was a hymn. It was an old hymn. And I always thought they were saying, Lead on, O Kinky Turtle. And so I sang that, you know, for years. Lead on, O kinky turtle. And uh, until I, I came to a certain place where I realized, I don't think I want to be led by a kinky turtle. You know, I, there's something more to this song than what, than what I'm really realizing. And a lot of times we do that with some of these scriptures and stuff, too. I mean, we, we see things from the perspective where we are at now. And a lot of times to be able to have somebody come alongside us and go, okay, look, there's a different perspective than a kinky turtle here. You, know, you might want to look at this from, from the point of view from the author who actually wrote it. You know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, He's a king, and he's the eternal king. Yeah. So you know, he's not a turtle, and he's not kinky. So there's, but there's a different perspective at which we, we come to things as, and a lot of times it takes somebody else in our lives to be able to bring that other perspective or be able to help us see that from, and that's why, you know, that, that's why even this morning, you know, I was, uh, you and I were talking about something before we even turned on the mic and, um, uh, what came to me while we were talking was some different, different things that brought me the spirit of life. Uh, which is in Christ Jesus to that situation as opposed to just the letter of it or the right and the wrong of it or the just the justification of it or whatever you know it wasn't about the rationale of it it was about the spirit of life in it what brings the spirit of life to this to all parties involved mm, exactly. and so it it brought it brought to me a different and it, it uh, but it, like I said, a lot of times it takes somebody else even just talking about the situation or talking about that 
thing, uh, all of a sudden the Lord brings light to it uh, because he is light. He is yeah. life. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's funny to me how he says that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. Do you suppose he said it in that order by accident? Uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, I haven't known as much as I do know him. I mean, and I may not know him as much as I should, but I know this that he doesn't do put these things in scripture like like you said before. You know, even even this little thing that looks like a parenthetical statement about the the eye being not whole or you know and, and stuff like that it wasn't just a side thought that he just happened to throw in there yeah. he did it on purpose there's a reason he spoke those things well, and, to, and it, go it, ahead. again it's within the context of of what he was conveying the idea right that he was that he was right at that point in time right and he was the way which means, first of all, I'm going to show you the way. I'm going to show you how this works and the way, the way wherein you should walk and, the, and, I mean, the way wherein you should, you know, what you should do in this particular situation. And because of that, then I become to find the truth. Yeah. Him is truth in this. Because there's a way that he does things that brings truth and it brings truth to the situation. And in that, then, it becomes life. But a lot of times, we don't even try to find the life of it we're just trying to find like you said we have a quest for truth and there's a you know i want to find well actually i want knowledge is what i want because um, yeah knowledge puffeth up and there's a certain power to it uh, a certain strength to it so um you know i'm going to want the knowledge but actually i want i want the end of that which is the spirit of it well i want the life of it that's the thing is the truth there is I am the reality, the true reality. Right, right. <clears throat> and, and, and the thing that I am, you see, because, <coughs> excuse me, no coffee and no water here. I'm That's right. Turn your head <laughs> and cough. I need caffeine. Um, but, <laughs> need caffeine. I, you know, I, in one I struggle with the fact that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. I mean, that we know, but I, I always wanted to understand within the context of what he was saying there. Right. And, and what he was saying in John chapter 14 is that I'm going to prepare a place for you. Right. And and we think that he didn't say I'm going to go and prepare a mansion for you. We've quoted right. that as like at some time there when someday when I pass out of this crazy mad hell that I'm living in here. And I escape this, and I can get to my mansion up there with all the wonderful goodies and right. walk on the streets of God. It's not what he said. He didn't say that. He said, "I'm going to prepare a place for you." Right. And and they said, well, "You know, where is this place?" He said, "Well, you can't go there right now." And right. and they then said to him, um, "Again, I need to find it quickly because." Uh, yeah, and it, it, you know, this is exactly what we're talking about, Steve. Is is you know, just finding this understanding the spirit of it. Because what we try and do is we we quote something and we use right. scripture and verse and we quote it nearly. And truth, truth can be a a killer. You know, right. is, oh yeah, it, it can destroy people. 
And, and because that's what the religious and leaders and the Sadducees were, were doing and the scribes and the, and the lawyers of, of the day were doing. They were killing people with, with the truth. <laughs> it was true, you know, but they were killing people. They'd, they'd not taken the spirit of the word and of the law and they had now taken the regulation of the obligation and killed people with it. But Jesus says, I, if I, uh, he says, um, oh, this is it. He said, in my father's house are many dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have told you because I'm going there to prepare a place for you. So in his, the father's house. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back again and I will take you to myself so that where I am, you may be also. Right. Where I am, you may be also. And to the place where I'm going, you know the way. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you're going, so how can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the only way right. and the real truth and the real life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Right. And he said, if you had really known me, you would also have known my Father. From now on, you know him and you've seen him. Philip said, show us the Father. Jesus said, have, you, have I been with you so long that you do? That you do not yet, uh, that you do not know me yet, Philip, nor recognize clearly who I am. Anyone right. who sees me, who has seen me, has seen the Father. How can you say, "Show us the Father"? Do you not right. believe that I'm in the Father and the Father's in me? And what he was basically saying is that um, sons reveal the Father, and he said, right. "I've revealed the Father to you as a son." And I'm going to prepare a place for you in my father's house for yours, for you to be a son. And, and then because of your sonship, all these things, and then he goes on to say, the greater things than these are, you will do because I'm going to the father. Right. And, and so um, when I understood the context of what he was saying, he said, because he said, you know, um, I am the only, oh, oh, Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you're going. And how can we know the way? And Jesus said, I'm the way. I right. am the son that's going to make the way for right. you to come into the Father's house and get your place, to get your place. And, right. and you know, I, when I'm talking to people now in sort of in wherever that's outside of the church context, I don't quote to them John no. chapter 14, verse 2. I'm right. going, hey, you know what? There is a there's a place that you can come into where you find identity, where you find, um, you know, all the benefits and your life takes on meaning. And, but, and then they go, well, how do I get there? Well, the only way to get there is the only way and the truth. And that's where you find life. You know? Right. And it's funny because later on in that same chapter, uh, he's talking about the greater works than these. So you do, because now I go to the father whatsoever you ask my name, blah, 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 you know, all that sort of stuff, yeah. not blah, 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 but I mean, whatever <laughs> going on down the line there uh, in the context of this. And he says, I'm going to send you, this is not a performance issue, guys. It's not just, you're going to have to run out now and perform greater works than I did, yeah. you know, because there's life in what I do. And now I'm going to send you a comforter. I'm going to send you somebody who is the spirit of truth. Yes. Ah, exactly. And that's in the same, I mean, that's in the same discourse that he's doing. Yes, yes. I'm giving you somebody else. That's the spirit of this truth. Yes. The spirit of truth. 
And of course, Romans chapter Romans chapter eight tells us that you know we're no longer slaves, but we are now right. sons because He's given us the Spirit of the Son in our hearts, crying, "Abba, Father." That's true. Yep, that's true. And the world cannot receive this spirit, it says, because it seeth him not. It they they see from a different perspective. Yeah, exactly. And, and the thing is, you know, that's why you know the world is trying to live without conscience. Right. But, but yet they've got a conscience. And conscience, you understand, is the voice of the spirit man. And so that's why they 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 so against church. They they want to get rid of church. They want to destroy anything that's Christian, if you may. You know, they they don't want any because that is the voice. That is the the prompting of the of the conscience, and they want to get rid of that. So, you know, but I've seen how we've we've tried and i've done this oh my word i've done this you know but the bible says i i one day i was i was testifying in in south africa i was testifying to a, a muslim guy you know and um and he and i said but the bible says he said yeah but the quran says and uh, and then uh, i uh. said but the bible says and he goes yeah but i've been told you know that the bible is not correct because the quran says and i thought how do i beat this one until the day he said, right, my, right. my daughter is sick and very sick and dying. I said, well, can I pray uh, for her? And I didn't quote scripture. You know, I said, right. can, I, can I just pray? And he said, sure. And I, I took him by the hand and I, and I just prayed. And I said, Father, in Jesus' name, touch his daughter and, and heal her right now. And I didn't quote any scripture. I didn't right. you know, say, I just, I walked away. I came back two weeks later. He was one of my customers. And I went to go and see him two weeks later, and he said, you know, my daughter is actually healed. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I thought, well, you know, I couldn't take it any further at that point in time. But, you know, what I lived, the spirit of, of the word I'd lived out rather than trying to convince him right. that, that I was right and he was wrong. You know right. What I'm saying? Well, that's what Paul said. Even he came back from after 14 years on the backside of the wilderness, or some people say three, some people, you know, who cares at this point? Yeah, yeah. But anyway, he came back from wandering around the wilderness and he says, I come not to you with enticing words of men's wisdom, but a demonstration of the spirit and power. Uh, yeah. and, and before this time, he was going tabernacle to tabernacle or synagogue to synagogue, arguing daily <laughs> in the temple. Yeah. And uh, it's it's kind of funny because it says, I don't come to you anymore with enticing words of men's wisdom. The word enticing means to try to convince. I'm not trying to convince you of anything by words of men's wisdom, but in demonstration. Of this, let me show you. But that took a change of perspective that he was on the backside of the wilderness, and all of a sudden, now he's changed his perspective. I don't have to try to convince you of anything by words. Yeah. Uh, I remember Connie one time telling me, she says, I don't need a prophet or a pastor. I need a husband. Yeah. And basically that was a cry out of her own heart of, I need somebody that's going to listen and understand what I'm going through and be we try to, I try to fix things is what I do. I mean, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's just who I am. I try to fix, you know, if I see something broken, I'm going to try to fix it. And so I'm a fix it guy. 
so I'm going to try to fix her, <laughs> you know, or, or fix the situation, as opposed to listening and, and counsel being bound up in the heart of man, a man of understanding will draw it from them yeah. and begin to draw out of her instead of preaching to her or prophesying to her, or like you said, well, it says this in first Corinthians 14, 12, you know, or whatever, um, you know, instead of giving her that, give her the spirit of life. Yeah. And uh, at that time in our lives, uh, I began to realize I can't give her scripture and verse anymore. Yeah. I've got to give her the spirit of this without coming out and preaching. Yeah. And how do you do that to somebody when you're so, your perspective has always been law. Yeah, exactly. And we don't call it law. No. You know, because, you know, we're free. But, but what we've done is we've turned you know, John chapter 14, verse 2, into a law. In my right. father's house, there are many mansions. And if it were not so, I would have told you. And so if you want to, if you want to go to, if you want to have a mansion in heaven, you've got to get saved now. So that when you die, you're going to get your mansion. You know, right. we've lost the spirit of, of actually, uh, you know, conveying what Jesus really was saying. And, and that has taken on a whole new perspective for me in understanding. For right. instance, is in John chapter, I mean, in Ephesians chapter 4, verse, verse 21, uh, verse 22 talks about put off the old, and verse 24 talks about uh, put on the new, but sandwiched between the two is be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Yeah, the spirit of your mind. And that yeah. word there is in the attitude of your mind, in the very perspective of your mind be changed in how right. you think and so i when i read that i've meditated on that for years and and you know and my lightning fast spirituality caught on one day and said you know maybe what i need to start doing is reading and understanding the precepts that jesus right. and that the, the word of god is conveying to me yeah. the very the, thought intent purpose and motive right. behind which is the logos the, the thought, yes. The, what is the thought that he's expressing right. to us? Because that's what Logos is, the expression yeah. of, a, of a thought, of an idea, right. you know? The very spirit of what's behind exactly. this thing. And, and the, you, you, we need to get that, because that's what we live out. That's what we, that's what we communicate with people around us. And I think what we don't, you know, is I still see people, and I never, I mean, I, I, one day I bought a course on how to memorize scripture and I did not do well at it at all. I didn't even get past the first week because I never, <laughs> it just did not, I, it, it was so dead for me. It just didn't work. But I'll meditate on show us the father and that will be all that we need. And I meditate on that and I meditate on it and it becomes part of me. I know where right. it is. Then I, I, I know where it is in my Bible. I can turn to the page. I don't always know the actual reference of it, but I know where it is. But that's not important. You see, that's what we've taught people. You've got to know the scripture and verse. Right. And I did that. But but now I understand we need to understand what it, if if I can communicate to you, Steve, Lord, show us the Father, and that will be right. all that you need. Right. You know, if, if I can communicate that to you, I know that that's what Philip said, but but you know what I'm saying? I'm just using it as an example. If right. I and using me as an example. I appreciate that. Thank yes. you. Yes. <laughs> Slash that. <laughs> so, um, or I can, let's jump down a little bit. Verse nine, you know, is that um, 
uh, how could you ask me to show you the Father? For anyone who's looked at me has seen the Father. Anyone who's looked at you, Steve, right. has seen the Father. That's the spirit of it. I, and I that just there began my mentoring journey. Funny enough, I'm looking at that scripture now. And that was exactly my mentoring journey. Huh. It, to mentor means to show the Father. Wow. Yeah. And it's not just, if they look at you, do they see the Father? That's the spirit. That's the precept of it. Right. Now we need to put off the old, which was, do they see a religious Christian? Or do they really see, experience, enjoy the Father? Because right. they, what they see in you. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? And so yeah. can, you, can you see the difference in... Right. In, I mean, you, I know you understand this, but you know what I'm saying. Right. Yeah, one of the best things that I, I remember about a, 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 a person that I got to know is, uh, I would say, I would venture to say as a Paul to me being a Timothy. Hmm. Um, because as a young man, I, I looked up to this gentleman, and what, what really impressed me, he never did say, Luke, I am your father. <laughs> you know, he never did come out with that Star Wars thing and and yes. tell me that he was my spiritual father. Yes. Never expected me to take to take him on in that place. He always pointed me to my father and what my father believed and right. what my father believed about me. But what really got me was I watched his life as a son. Yes. I watched his sonship, and I begin to see. A relationship with the father I begin to see the father through that and see how because I saw the working of the father in this man yeah and that's what impressed me about his life that's what changed my life and my way of thinking and it's not just the way of way I was thinking it just didn't change my mind it changed the spirit of it exactly and the thing about it is is I'm just thinking now you know we've covered this before but when we get up and we declare, I am your spiritual father, therefore you must honor me, we're building not the spirit of it into it, we're building the regulation into it, the obligation right. into right. it. The principle. I, saw, I saw a post um, yesterday or the day before, I can't remember, and you know, and I understand, I understand the heart of where this guy's coming from, they're going, you know, is that you can't be telling you know the, the the leaders to be fathers but not telling the sons to have a heart towards the father you know and, yeah, and that kind of thing don't take away something without replacing it with something else you know <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and I understand that I understand you know I've said that too but on the same vein is that until the until leaders until those in maturity begin to get off the hind horse and change the spirit of it, it's not going to change the spirit of it. It's not going to change the culture of what we're doing. And right. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that's been my beef, you know, for a long time because we're still trying to propagate the Levitical priesthood where I'm a high priest and you're yes. an underling or yes. I'm your father and you're, you're somebody else. And as opposed to the ministry of... I'm of a priest after the order of Melchizedek, which is he had no lineage. He had no mother or father. He had no, you know, he was just so that when you see me, you see the heavenly father. You don't see 
Steve Bissett. You know, you see in whoever it is that's being produced, it's not a disciple of mine, it's a disciple of Christ. So you begin to see Christ, not not my handprints all over this Ark of the Covenant. Right. Yeah, and, and that's, that's the difference between having the spirit of leadership and the leadership spirit. Right, right. That's you good. You know what I'm saying? Is that's good. Can, yeah, there is you a You can have the there. spirit of sonship, but do you have the sonship spirit? Right. You know, are you developed in being a son? You can you can have the you have the spirit of sonship within you, you know? Right. You have right. the spirit of the son in you crying out the father, but have you developed the sonship spirit? Right. And, and it's the same with leadership, and it's the same with fatherhood principles, you know. Or and and, and I tend to not go the way of father because leaders should have the heart of a father or the spirit of fatherhood, but you can have the fatherhood spirit, you know, uh, or, or you know what I'm saying is like, I don't want to confuse myself here, but, <laughs> but you can, you know, it, are you coming, are you coming in the, the spirit of the father or you, and, but do you also have the fatherhood spirit, you know, is like, that, that's the thing to me is are you developed in maturity so that you're not having to demand, you're not having to command. Right. That's dictatorship. Right. When you didn't, when when you are demand, as soon as somebody says submission, I'm going. Something's wrong with their leadership. If right. you've got to say, if you've got to mention, because then you've lost the spirit of of of, father, of leadership. Right. You know, it, it, and I don't. I didn't grow up saying, "I am your father." You. I mean, Jonathan and and especially Jonathan and Jesse. For many years, they called me Sean. Oh, and the grandmothers used to get so upset. I mean, oh my word, they used to get. And people go, you know, don't you don't you correct them? And see, I never enforced it because that's they they didn't treat me any different. They understood who I was in their life. It wasn't by my title. They both call me dad now, you know, um, right. but Jesse still sometimes calls me geezer, you know. <laughs> <laughs> geezer? Yes. Hey, how you doing, old geezer? <laughs> it's oh, his, good. his term of endearment. It's not derogatory in any form. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but you know what I'm saying is we, we're, so, we're so intent on the regulation of it that we lose the spirit of it. Right. And, 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 and that's what happened with the fatherhood sonship yes, movement, if I may call it a movement. Because yes. uh, yes. whenever I say movement, it brings a whole different connotation to me. Because yes. um, uh, I think natural movement. But anyway, um, the, um, that whole fatherhood sonship thing brought a law into being where now I have to have a spiritual father. Otherwise, I will not have a spiritual inheritance. Exactly. Uh, oh, and... and, and who gives any man the right to do that? Right. No man. No man right. has the right. That, that's my beef for that as well. It's right. Like, you know, I remember one man. In fact, I said, it, just from, from his teachings and stuff, I said, don't, don't forget my sonship, you know, help me to. And afterwards, I sat in my car, slapped my head on my forehead and thought, what is the matter with you, man? No <laughs> man has the power of that in your life. Right, but right. The spirit of sonship comes to you from the heavenly father, not from man. 
Right. Oh, man, you know, it's just, it's crazy. But we, we love that stuff because we, we, we love the regulation of it. We, right. And it gives us a place in somebody else's heart. For some reason or other, it gives us a, wow. um, an attaboy, a pat on the back, a, yeah. I'm doing this right. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm doing it according to the principle that I've known in my life. And, uh, it's just not, it's not the spirit of it is the it's, thing. There's no life to it. No, it's yeah. religion. It's let, let's face it. It's, it still falls into the same thing that was started in the middle ages way back there somewhere. Yeah. Because if I'm, if I'm to bring to you the spirit of sonship, the spirit of the father, which, which cries out Abba father, it's not Abba Steve father. It's Abba father. It's not yeah, the spirit exactly. of that. Isn't, isn't crying out that I'm your spiritual father. It's, it's crying out Abba father. Right. Exactly. So there's a whole different perspective there. Jesus. And once again, we're going back to that perspective. perspective. You know, we're going back to that vision. You yeah. know, how do you see things right now? Cause yeah. if I be not whole, if your eye be not, your whole body's in darkness. Yes, exactly. So, and, and that, so what do you have? Ignorance, you have confusion, you have stumbling around, you have, uh, it's unclear on where you're going and how you're going to get there. It's just, you, you are in the state. And I feel like so many people are in that state of, of darkness. They focused on something else. Their perspective is wrong. Right. And therefore, they they do not yet understand. You know. Right. They, they, you cannot serve God and. <laughs> right. You know. And people always ask me, "What state do I live in?" And I said, "Confusion." <laughs> I, I should probably not confess that. Not a good confession, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Change your confession. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just talking about that confession. I mean, you were mentioning it earlier. You know, and what I was thinking is like. Um, you, you, we had this whole thing that went on in the 80s, you know. Right, was, right. You know, the whole uh, confess, confess the word of God, and, and it got thrown out, you know. It's like, uh, I mean. I'm that became a law. Exactly. It became such a regulation because you were, you, you were too scared to say anything out of place. Right. And so people right. wouldn't even say anything, you know. It, it became so inauthentic to, to who people were. You, just, you were so scared because if you said something, I condemn that, I rebuke that in Jesus' name. Right, like, right, right. Know, is that what you want to do is die? You know, it's just like, this is crazy. You know, there was no, the spirit of life was not in it. And I, I understand the power, you know, life and death is in the power of the tongue, but don't make it a law. Don't make right. it a law. In fact, you know, you... <laughs> <laughs> you go to some churches if you're not wearing a tie, you're gonna hell. But yeah. You go to other like churches, and if you are wearing a tie, you're going to hell. So <laughs> is we got you know it's just we gone we got you know you look at the one side they look at you funny if you're wearing jeans, and the other side they look at you funny if you're not wearing jeans. It's just it's crazy. We went to church, Michelle and I, one day, and she was wearing this pretty little black dress, and and a Christian lady. Yeah, Christian lady walked up to her and gave her a pair of stockings and said, "You better put this on because your bare legs are showing." Oh wow! And and yeah, Steve, we we both know from the what, same place. <laughs> yeah, where they came from. And I, Michelle came to me. She, she was like horrified. She goes, "And um, one of the older ladies just gave me this pair of stockings that I must wear." I said. Take it back right now. She goes, what? I said, 
baby, you're fine with me. I promise you, you are fine. If I had a problem, I'd tell you. And and even then, you know, it's just like, I said, you're fine. Take it back and tell her to stick her stockings right where she found them. And, yeah. and uh, so she took him back and said, this is crazy. We, we live by such religious regulation. Right. That we, we, we need to, you know, and I'm re- not saying don't just do that. I'm saying, we are saying, go find the spirit of the word. And right. Live the spirit, because when you live the spirit of the word, it is light. It is yes. life and it brings light, which means yeah. and liberty. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. There's liberty, exactly. Yeah, his and yoke is easy. And his burden is light. Yeah. And like I told you, you know, yesterday your wife was taking you out to breakfast and I said, How you know, when they ask you how to order your eggs, how do you want your eggs? Just tell them I want Jesus eggs. <laughs> and you said, Well, what's that? Well, his yoke is easy. So um but anyway, slides down the light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a good. It's good. I mean, you know, there's so much. We, we, I mean, we, we just bumped around into so many different precepts and principles of, of the word, and uh, and I, and I just trust that that um, you know listeners will will get what we're saying, so that it brings liberty to them as well. You know, it's uh, we're not. We're not um, diminishing what Jesus taught, the truth of the word at all. Um, we're not diminishing the precepts of the word at all. But we're just saying, you know, let's... Bring the step, life of it. Yes. Find the, 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 the way, the truth, and the life of it every time. And because that's when you come to the Father. <laughs> right, right. That's when that's you true. experience the Father, you know. Right. Is when, when you... you, you, you don't just read the word to see how you can lay a regulation or an obligation on somebody, how you can, how you can, you know, change them. They can't change. They change when the spirit of the, the spirit of the mind is changed. That's the thing. Right. Their behavior changes. Yeah, that's good. The spirit of the mind. Yeah. Yeah. The spirit of the mind changes. All right. Well, great stuff. We've, we've had a very good long session and covered so much stuff. Do you suppose so, we covered what we were supposed to cover yesterday? I, I think and more <laughs> because <laughs> because we didn't copy yesterday. We just took off from there. So yeah. um, uh, hey, um, everybody got got a little bit more than than they would have got yesterday. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. We won't take an offering on that one. <laughs> uh, bless your heart, Steve. Thank you so much for your time again. Great session here and a great discussion and uh, thank you for everybody for joining us on this episode and uh, I trust that you will be edified, blessed, equipped and uh, empowered, encouraged. That is the word John I was looking for was empowered, um, being encouraged and equipped and empowered. All right, until next time, God bless you. Have Once a- again, you and me on KLE. You and me on KLE. Oh, there we go. Good one. <laughs> Hi and welcome to the KLE podcast with your host Sean Smith, Steve Bissett and myself are sharing part two of building his church, the spirit of the word. I apologize again for the quality uh, from my side. I had an accident with my laptop um, last week or the week before last week 
and poured a glass of it, it all fell off my desk and with a glass of water on top of it and of course what it's done is it's just fried some of the stuff and i've had to resort to an old laptop which zoom didn't like too much i don't think so my side of the of the quality is not great but i i really hope that you are hearing the spirit of what we are sharing and it was so much uh, information so much insight that came out of our discussion and out of our conversation that i felt like just splitting it up into two parts so that you are not bogged down especially with the bad quality of the audio and that you can listen to the both um, parts as um, you have time available to you so i really really appreciate your patience and i appreciate you in persevering with us um, at this point in time and i really trust that uh, you will be edified and encouraged with the spirit of the word we are sharing. Thank you. Mm-hmm.